Well, hello, my awesome friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a terrific day today. I'm back at it with you all at Health Masters down here in Florida again, and we are continually doing the best we can to bring you the highest quality supplements and the news and updates of everything that's going on. And so I appreciate your support. Thank you for your emails. Be sure to check out the website, Product of the Week. Y'all voted it won, the Cinnamon Extract Formula. Really, really good formula. I highly encourage you to check this out, especially if you're trying to work on burning body fat, if you're trying to stabilize blood sugar, if you're really trying to handle glucose metabolism better. This is by far probably one of the most effective products ever made on the market, much less ours that we've manufactured. And it's a formula that uses a patented water extract of cinnamon shown to powerfully influence glucose metabolism. It's got American ginseng along with green tea, along with alpha lipoic acid, chromium, host of other nutrients in it that really, really helps out with blood sugar, helps to stabilize blood sugar, and can handle a plethora of other issues with blood sugar-related problems. So I recommend you check that out. It's going to be on the website as product of the week on the website at healthmasters.com. First thing that I wanted to get into this morning, because I saw this article yesterday and I started laughing because it, I feel like the further we go from the boldface lies and downright propaganda that we are all subjected to over the last two and a half years, three years now almost, we find more and more truth and more and more evidence comes out that Everything pretty much we were told was constant lies and propaganda. And there was an article that came out from Zero Hedge, and the name, the title of the article was "Grade A Gaslighting." FDA says anti-ivermectin campaign was just a recommendation. Now, if y'all remember, and I remember this very clearly because I got into arguments with people about it, there were numerous new studies. The CDC, the FDA. Everybody that was pushing the COVID narrative downright lied to the entire American population and said ivermectin is only a horse dewormer. It should never be used for COVID. It doesn't work for COVID. It's not even allowed to be used for COVID. And they actually went in and told doctors they were not allowed to prescribe ivermectin whatsoever unless it was for parasite infestation, period. Flat out said it cannot be used, do not use it, it should not be recommended under any circumstances. Well, there's been multiple lawsuits that have been filed now because these guys went in and were so invasive and what they did was so illegal. And what's interesting about this is now the U.S. FDA has now completely turned around and said their campaign telling people to stop or refrain from any type of ivermectin use, it was just an informal recommendation. This is all it was. It was just recommendation according to the argument made by government lawyers during the recent hearing. The cited statements were not directives. They were not mandatory. They were just recommendations. They said what parties should do. They said, for example, why you should not take ivermectin to treat COVID-19. They use informal language, and it's you know, just, it is what it is. Yet on the FDA's own webpage in 2021, they put out a title why you should never use ivermectin to treat or prevent COVID-19 before then tweeting out, you are not a horse, you are not a cow, seriously, y'all, stop it. There's a screenshot right here on the Zero Hedge article with a photo of a horse and a veterinary. <laughs> and what's interesting about this is on a separate page noted, the FDA said 
on their Q&A, should I take ivermectin to prevent or treat COVID-19? And the answer was no. Jared Kelson, the attorney representing the plaintiffs in the lawsuit, told the court during the hearing that the informal claim does not explain the language they actually used. The FDA's actions clearly conveyed that it was not acceptable way to treat patients whatsoever. Plaintiffs in the case, Dr. Paul Merrick, who began utilizing ivermectin in his COVID-19 treatment protocol in 2020 while he was chief of pulmonary and critical care medicine at Easton Virginia Medical School and director of the intensive care unit. After the FDA statements, Merrick's was told immediately to remove the protocol from the school's servers while he had to issue a memorandum to hospitals telling them do not use ivermectin under any circumstances against COVID-19. And the uh, Justin Hart, the author, author of Gone Viral, stated the FDA is doing some grade A gaslighting now and then they continue to put up multiple screenshots of all the new studies or all the all the uh, websites all the medias everything about basically telling everyone if you used ivermectin you're complete and total moron and it didn't work and was only used for horses and it should never be used for anything else and as we've told you before i personally used ivermectin when i had covid and it did work very well it does a fantastic job at working in conjunction with the vitamin c d3 and zinc very very important if you have to use it you use it with those nutrients especially zinc and again i'm not telling anybody what to do what i'm saying is that's what i personally used and i know literally hundreds of other people who used it with positive effects but it's funny to me though now that they're literally doing a complete 180 and they're flat out saying we didn't say any of that. We didn't do any of that. We, we, we didn't say anything. We just said it was just an informal recommendation when they were literally sending letters to doctors saying, if you do this, if you recommend this, if you prescribe this, we're essentially going to turn you into the review board. I knew a doctor down here that was prescribing it, and she finally had to reach a point where she was literally calling it in as parasite as far as prescription. And I know one individual personally who went to try to fill her ivermectin prescription and they asked her if it was for COVID and she didn't know any better. And she said, yes. And they said, we're going to hold this prescription. Now we're not releasing your prescription to you because of what you said, because we cannot prescribe it or release it for COVID. And she had to turn around and basically kind of change her story up. But this is the level of insanity that happens when you start allowing these agencies that are now completely coupled with the mainstream media that are completely coupled with the pharmaceutical companies to come in and start dictating what you can and can't do and what you can and can't take and telling you what works and what doesn't work. I told you from the very beginning, it made no sense to me at all when you started hearing about people being hospitalized, people getting extremely ill from the very start, and that there was no precautionary measures to take whatsoever. Blatantly, Fauci flat out said, nothing you can do. All you can do is wear a mask and stand six feet apart. When we saw the research, and I told you guys and I quoted it last week on the show, I put the articles up on the website, the direct research, the clinical studies with vitamin C, with D3, with resveratrol, all the things that showed exactly how well they help and reduce mortality rates and also increase recovery rates of COVID patients, yet nothing you're allowed to do about it. So again, I wanted to bring this article up because I found it kind of funny. <laughs> I wanted to just kind of touch base on it because I just, the FDA is so compromised. You can't believe anything they say, but the fact that they have the audacity now to turn around and say, well, we didn't say anything about that. It was, it was basically just a loose recommendation that, you know, you can do what you want with it, but it was just recommended you don't use it. I, uh, I, I just, the hypocrisy knows no bounds to quote a tombstone movie. What do you think about this dad with the FDA? 
Well, they're all a bunch of two-faced weirdos, and what yeah. they're doing is all damage. This is damage control, Austin. They're not. They're trying to do something here. They really don't know what to do with. You know, they don't understand what they're going to do with any of this now because they've been basically caught with their hand in the cookie jar, and they're trying to do blame shifting again. I mean, the, the other thing too is this: if you go on a parasite cleanse, like you know, with ivermectin. It's not a big deal as far as from a parasitic standpoint. If you got worms or you got whatever and you want to get rid of them, ivermectin makes a great dewormer. And everybody, if they've got animals or pets or you know, or cats or dogs in the house or whatever, or they're changing litter boxes, they need to be making sure they stay away from parasites anyhow and get dewormed on a regular basis. That's why we have a full parasite cleanse that we have in the office. So uh, this whole thing about making a big deal about parasites you know, and not giving you ivermectin, there's something else going on with that. And I'm going to stop for one second. I'm going to meddle for a minute here, and this is something that's going to make some of you guys a little bit squirmy, but it's going to be what it is. When you have cats and you have them in your house and you've got a cat litter box, they warn you if you're pregnant not to get near the cat litter box and handle the cat litter box and get cat feces on you, et cetera. There's a reason for that. I've talked about it before, and I mentioned it again. There's a, there's a, there's a thing called toxoplasmides. It creates a condition called toxoplasmosis, and it's from a cat brain parasite. Now, what this cat brain parasite does is when these cats bury their poop outside, this parasite's inside of their feces, and mice like to go up and eat this feces and dig it back up, et cetera, and they infect themselves with a cat brain parasite that makes these mice start craving cat urine smell, the smell of cat urine. They start loving it, so they lose their fear of cats. And so they actually can walk up to a cat, thinking the cat's pretty cool, and get themselves eaten by it. It's a cat brain parasite. The problem is it also infects human beings. And as you always hear that term, the crazy cat ladies, you know, they'll be in a house with 40 cats and the urea smell and the uric acid is so strong that you, you walk in and you like, you get hit with a wave of this stuff in your face. and You run outside gasping for air. I've done this. OK. And, 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 and the crazy part about all of this stuff is that the person who's in the house now who's been infected with a toxoplasma, they don't really smell the urine. They're used to the urine and they may actually crave the smell of these cats in their house. It does the same thing to mice. It does the same thing to humans. It's a cat brain parasite. Ivermectin gets rid of that. It kills that doggone parasite inside of humans. And, you know, so there's the thing here. I mean, if, you, if you've got a – if you really want to take the planet over and you really want to infect everybody with parasites and do all kinds of weird stuff and change their behavioral patterns, you basically infect them with a brain parasite, I guess. I don't know. Maybe these guys are all planning this out. I have no idea. That's why I always tell you guys if you have cats – I would leave them outside personally. That's that's your choice, right? And if, if you're going to handle the cat litter box, wear gloves, disposable gloves when you do it, and throw this thing outside. And, and you know the stuff outside, or put it in a bag, or whatever you need to do with it. But don't be handling it. If you're pregnant, don't even get near this stuff. All right, very very important. But the reality is this: you know, how many people know that? I mean, this is literally affecting tens of millions of people in the United States, and they get weird. The behavioral patterns get weird because they've got a cat brain parasite. So it's really important that we see what's going on with globalists and, and you know, it also, it causes all types of behavioral abnormalities too, abnormalities. And, and so just, if you want to take ivermectin and you, even when yeah, I've done this too, I've taken ivermectin and I stacked it with hydroxychloroquine. The last time I had COVID, which is what, two, three months ago, after we got back from DC and it was over with like, like, like within 48 hours, it was the easiest one I had gone through because I've had this stuff like three times now because if you travel and you get out in public and you get around people that have been recently vaccinated and they shed on you, there's a good possibility you're going to catch this mess again. Same thing with different vaccines as you can get like with measles if you're around people who have measles shots. So it's important that, you know, 
you understand that hydroxychloroquine or you know ivermectin or vitamin C or or zinc or all these different things, potassium iodide, you know D3, they're good for your body and they help to maintain a good immune system. Now I'm going to say it again: if I had been vaccinated, I would make sure that I was keeping a really high concentration of nutrients in my body at all times. I'd make sure that I take my vitamin C every day, which I do. Every day I take six to 8,000 milligrams of vitamin C. I use the vitamin C with the antioxidants because it's a phenomenal product that we have at the office. I love that product. I take five in the morning, five at night, every day. Before I go to bed, first thing in the morning when I get up. So they, they, they spread about 12 hours apart. That's how I do it. That's how I stay as healthy as I am unless I get around people that are basically vaccinated and something sheds on me. But then I recover from that almost immediately. I also take my D3. I take my zinc every single day. I take my, you know, my nutrients every day, potassium iodine every day. And it really helps when you do all that stuff to feel good all the time and maintain like a supercharged immune system. That's, that's what I recommend that people do, if they, especially if they're around people that have been vaccinated. Or you can also go one step further and you can go ahead and get a uh, vitamin C intravenously done, you know, 50,000 milligrams. And that you don't want to do that more than like twice a week, though, if you, if you get really sick. The last couple of times I've caught the COVID, I've also gone in and had the vitamin C done intravenously. Now, they got an expensive. My doctor, who basically did, used to do it at a reasonable price, he died. And now somebody else has taken over the practice. The price, the price of the vitamin C went from like $70 to $180, which is ludicrous because it only costs a few dollars for the vitamin C to be mixed up. So I don't know what the heck that's all about, but it is what it is with all that. But the reality is this. If you keep your nutrient density up real high, you're a lot healthier. I have a friend of mine down in Palm Beach. She got really sick this week. And I told her, I said, you know, you've got to go in and you've got to get vitamin C. Well, they have that concierge medical service down there. I mean, it's kind of crazy. you got, you got, you know, Central Florida money and you've got Palm Beach money. It's, <laughs> it's a big difference. And, and, and they, had a, they had a doctor come to their house with 50,000 milligrams of vitamin C and give it to them like while they're at their home in their living room which is very pricey, by the way, but, but it, it made a huge difference. It costs almost gone, feeling a whole lot better within 24 to 48 hours. The vitamin C, remember, it converts into hydrogen peroxide at the cell level, and it literally kills the stuff. Now, I don't recommend doing hydrogen peroxide intravenously. Don't do that. Don't do that at all, period. I don't, I don't agree with that at all because people really misuse that. But the vitamin C intravenously, I've been using it for years and years and years, and it's great. So what I recommend that people do, they get really sick, Get the vitamin C intravenously done if they're really sick, and then also make sure you stack that vitamin C orally too, and all all the other nutrients with it. But that's very very important. That's a really good article that Austin read. But of course the FDA is just crawfishing that because people are beginning to realize that this research is being brought out now by Pfizer and all the rest of these guys and how bad these things are. These quote unquote mRNA shots because they're not vaccines by the way, and and they're basically just toxic. And people need to you know realize what they've done to us. And now we have Biden's COVID minion. He's telling Americans, God gave us two arms for multiple vaccines. You can't even make this stuff up. Biden's sleepy Joe, senile president, wannabe, directed by the cabal, COVID czar, declared Tuesday during a White House press briefing that God gave you two arms so we can all be injected with different vaccines. I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. And you look at it and you realize that this product, again, contains experimental mRNA and most people have many times greater protection from having had the virus and recovered, whereas the flu shot is a traditional vaccine backed by years of research and data, which I also don't recommend because every single year they change the flu shot to predict what type of flu you're going to have. And then they load it up with thimerosal, with mercury. It's ridiculous. So what they want to do is they want to have you take one and two. They want you to take the flu shot in one arm and the COVID vaccine in the other shot, in the other arm. 
And it's just it's just insanity that we're doing this in the United States and that people aren't questioning this. I mean, it, it, it's nuts how people just follow blindly and allow themselves to be injected with toxic mRNA vaccines that have never been tested properly but through an experimental vaccine. And this is coming back again, by the way. By the way. It's, it's going to come back very, very, very quickly because now we have the flu and cold season coming up again. And people are going to be sitting back and going, well, what the heck? I mean, I need to take my drugs. I've got to take my vaccines. I've got to do my stuff. I've got to take my antibiotics and all these stuff above. And, and they're going to be pushing this whole thing. Yet. Well, have you had your vaccine yet? Have you had your vaccine yet? I remember years ago, I was uh, <laughs> sharing my, my daughter, Savannah, cut her finger, cut her hand, uh, loading some wood up at the ranch, you know, had some nails in it. I warned her and she got wild and she was throwing the wood and man, it ripped about a five stitch you know, hand, hand on her finger, rip her, rip her hand over it. First thing we get to the dog on the doctor's office, first thing they ask us is, has she had her tetanus shot? Has she had her vaccines? And they start asking about all the different vaccines that she's supposed to have taken. And my response to them was very, very simple. Her medical professionals take care of all of her vaccine needs. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> I, I neither confirmed nor denied. I just, <laughs> you know, I, I, I sidestepped is what I did because I wasn't going to get into that with them. And I said, just stitch her up and be done with it. You know, we've already washed it out with peroxide. And they went, what do you mean? I'm just, just fix her hand and stitch it up because I didn't have a suturing kit. And, and what they did, and they did a good job for her. But the problem is, is that that's one of the big things they push because of the profit margin of these things in these different offices because they want to make sure that everybody's had all of their vaccines. Well, it's, just, it's nonsense when you stop and you think about that and you realize that just maybe I don't need to inject myself with all kinds of chemicals into my body and bypass my digestive tract. You know, if, you, if you get something bad most of the time in your gut, your body will throw it back up or your body will give yourself diarrhea and it gets shoved out of the system real quick. The body goes, what the heck are you doing? I don't want this. You're going to puke it out or I'm going to have diarrhea and we're getting it out that way. The body can't do that with a vaccine, guys. You inject something really bad into your system, the body's got to deal with it. It's got to process it. It's going to get spread throughout your entire bloodstream, throughout your entire tissue structure and organ structure. That's why it's so dangerous to use experimental vaccines. I mean, if, if, if it had been one of those things with this mRNA vaccine or a real COVID shot, which is not mRNA, which is telling your body to produce spike proteins, which is unbelievably stupid, and you ad, absolutely had something that was going through that the, the people wiping out 95% of the population, and they actually developed a real vaccine, and everybody got to take it, got to live. Well, that's one thing. This is not what this was. This was a situation in which they, the real bioweapon was released. Whether it was made out of Fort Detrick or Wuhan, who in the world knows and who in the world cares? It's all obfuscation. Whether or not the guy, you know, the, the, the Lieber was involved with this, Charles Lieber, you know, with his biotech research and, you know, and, and all the crazy stuff that they do as far as nanotechnology, which, by the way, he's supposed to be in jail now, but you never hear anything about him anymore. And, and the thing about it is that if you really go and look at it, if there was a really a huge plague going on, which you had to be vaccinated from, then they were giving you a real, real vaccine. OK, but that's not what we had. The vast majority of the people who died from this died over the age of 70, which really eliminates a lot of Social Security recipients, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Saves the federal government a lot of money every single year when they have millions of people, supposedly, who have died now from this crazy virus that was released on us because they didn't have a proper amount of nutrients or vitamin D3 in their bloodstream. Remember, we've talked about this before. Vitamin D3 is really, really, really important because it's what activates the white blood cells, the macrophages that come in and eat up and kill viruses. See, you can't have the white blood cells, the macrophages running around eating stuff all the time. They, they can't do that. They got to be turned on with a switch. There's two molecules that attach to the bottom of a macrophage, and they're like two 
two switches that have to turn simultaneously, kind of like a, a key switch in order to protect the body from you know, an invasive white blood cell. And so what happens is the only way they can activate when they see something, vitamin D3 attaches and turns the switch on. And then they basically go in and attack this invading virus. Here's the problem. If you don't have D3, you can't activate the macrophages. They won't turn on. The white blood cell, the killer cells won't go out and do anything. They'll sit there and set up what's called cytokines, which are chemical messengers. And these chemical messengers tell all the other macrophages of the area, hey, come here. I found myself a virus. I need to kill it, but I can't switch on. I'm kind of in a hover mode here. I can't do anything. And so these other macrophages come running over, and they go, oh, we got to kill this thing. The problem is they can't kill it either because they don't have any D3. So they send up more cytokines. And cytokines are chemical messengers that cause massive inflammation and can eventually cause the lungs to fill with fluid. The reason so many people died in the Spanish flu from, you know, 100 years ago was cytokine storms is what that's called, a cytokine storm. And the, and, the, and the lungs started filling with fluid. And guess that's what happens with a lot of these COVID people. They start having their lungs filled with fluid. They get put on, you know, on, you know, on ventilators, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then, then they throw them on remdesivir to finish the process and they kill these people. It's ridiculous what happens. And that's primarily from a lack of vitamin D3. So I say, take your D3, get your blood levels tested on a regular basis, and realize that you've got to have sufficient nutrient density in your body in the event that your body is attacked by something, especially when you've got the cold winter months coming up. Down here in Florida, the last three or four days, we haven't had any sunshine. It's been kind of gloomy, but it's kind of nice, though. It's been kind of cool, which is really nice for Floridians because it's so hot down here most of the time. But the reality is we're not getting the sun down here either. That's why it's important to take that D3 on a regular basis every single day. And, guys, you only need one of those a day. And if you are taking the 10,000 IU versus with the K, D3, K2, you can take those about three times a week, two times a week, and get your D3 levels tested about once a year, once every two years. Really, really important. You keep your levels up around 70. And, and the vitamin C, the zinc, all these different things have to be left in your body on an ongoing basis in order to keep your body healthy, including the potassium iodide. And so stay frosty with what you're doing with these guys and don't don't allow them to obfuscate the truth and tell you that it's all going to be okay. Take more shots. You've got two arms for your shots. You have a shot, one in each arm. These guys are like morons when they say stuff like that, Austin. And I don't even know what to say when they do this because the vast majority of the people in America, they believe this nonsense. And they could just line up and get more shots, get sicker, and they wonder why. Huh. What do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Oh, you're spot on, and that's what the title of that article was, Grade A Gaslighting, where you, – and you're exactly right. I think what they're trying to do now with the FDA is they're trying to do damage control with the fact that they knew – they blatantly told everybody not to take a compound that had very, very good uh, trials and very, very good real-world applications, and the fact that – I mean they were complicit in, in my opinion, people dying because there were a lot of people that could have been saved instead of just sitting around waiting for a – to take a RNA shot. Also, too, this is other news as well. This is kind of good news in showing the fact that the demand is slowing down because I think people are pretty much getting sick of <laughs> the great A gaslighting. This article comes out and says Sweden is now running out of space, refrigerator space, to store COVID virus vaccines due to a lack of demand. They said due to lack of demand among the Swedish public – Sweden is now has far more doses than it actually needs or can even use, not to mention little to no refrigeration space left due to the contractual obligations to keep buying new shots. Remember when I told you all a year and a half ago, two years ago, when it all started with Operation Warp Speed, how Pfizer came out? If you guys remember this, in 2020, Pfizer said, we are not going to manufacture this shot 
unless you give us guaranteed contracts and you're going to keep buying it. They did this because they said there's, we, we, we got to make sure our ROI is good on our return on investment. And not, I mean, not even mention the fact that they've already made literally almost a hundred billion dollars off this shot alone now over the last two years. Sweden now says we're running out of refrigeration storage space. Sweden is one of many European Union countries that has signed contracts with Pfizer for the purchase of vaccines, but due to the lack of demand from the public to take new doses, the country has seen its capacity to store the dose properly overwhelmed. They explain the situation in the broadcasting, saying we have a number of vaccine deliveries coming in, but we have no more storage capacity. This way, we reduce the risk of having to throw away vaccines, but we can't keep up. The contract for 2020 is too big, a source told the Financial Times. Vaccination will not be as strong as it was in 2021. That's why member states are asking to stretch deliveries. However, the contractual obligations with Pfizer are forcing them to continue to take more shots. This entire thing is big one big giant money laundering scheme, not to mention, in my opinion, bioweapon. I mean, there's, there's no other explanation on this. You're contractually obligated to keep buying shots that you're not using, that you're having to dispose of, and you're running out of space to store them. Sweden has stopped recommending COVID vaccines for children aged 12 to 17 a few months back after acknowledging that very few children of that age suffer any type of serious complications from the virus itself. Yet we're seeing repeated cases of myocarditis directly due to the shot. And, uh, you know, I asked somebody the, again the other day because I've, I've been curiosity, I've been wondering, why haven't we heard anything about, you know, this refrigeration anymore? You know, this, this shot, remember, it had to be kept at like, what, negative 70, negative 80? I don't remember what it was. That it was some absurd temperature it had to be kept at. Like minus, like minus, two, minus 200. Yeah, minus, two, it, the minus 200. It, it, was, it was so far-fetched, the temperature that the vaccine had to be stored at. It made no sense. Even people I talked to that had been involved in research and experiments and different types of experimental drugs and research, they even told me, they said they've never heard of anything like that before, having to store something at that level of cold temperature. And the thing that I questioned was, if this stuff is so safe and effective and it's so stable, why does it have to be kept at negative 200 degrees? What the heck is in this stuff? Do you have to freeze it to this extent? But yet suddenly now, these freezers aren't required anymore. Suddenly they're running out of these freezers to store this stuff. I don't know. But again, it's a very, very weird situation that a lot of these people are finding themselves in and a lot of these people in the medical industry are finding themselves in because it's like the nonstop influx of continual shipments of these vaccine vials keeps showing up, yet people are waking up and saying, dude, we don't want them. This thing doesn't work. Bobblehead Fauci, I thought he was either retired or in jail or dead. I don't know what happened to him. He suddenly popped up again. His ugly face pops up in another news conference I watched yesterday. Just curiosity of what he said. This moron lady newscaster in the middle of the audience said, what can we do to keep everybody safe for Thanksgiving holidays? And he said, well, the first thing is everybody needs to be fully vaxxed and fully boosted for the flu and COVID. And then he goes on this rant about how everybody needs to continue to get the shots, get the shots. And he goes, another thing people can do is they can make sure they take a COVID PCR test before they meet and hang out with anybody in a family setting. And I'm sitting there going, well, that doesn't make any sense because if you're fully vaxxed and fully boosted and you've got your 87 booster shots now, what does it matter? Why do you have to, why do you have to continually take a test would you have no symptoms for a virus that you're allegedly immune for because you've had you know 50 boosters now 
but yet you still need to continue to take PCR tests? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, that's right. They've already said the vaccine doesn't stop transmission. It doesn't prevent you from catching it, and it doesn't save you, and it doesn't boost your immune system at all. simply just massively overwhelms your immune system and causes your body to become sicker the more shots you get. That's why. So now, now we know their overall pretext on why they're continually doing this, and at the same time, You've got the bumbling buffoon Biden has now officially signed the G20 declaration agreeing to make all Americans use vaccine passports for international travel in the future. Now, I talked about this earlier this week, but apparently paragraph 23 of the declaration explains facilitating seamless international travel in the future will require trusted global digital health networks that should capitalize and build on the success of the existing standard and digital COVID-19 certificates. (laughs) The World Health Organization organization has brought in what is known as the mRNA vaccine technology transfer hub and other tracing programs along with enhanced cooperation we acknowledge the importance of sharing technical standards and verification methods under the framework of IHR to facilitate seamless international travel and recognize digital solutions including proof of vaccines the white house stated so i wanted to be wrong on this one i really wanted to be wrong on this one but they're blatantly showing us that they were never letting any of this go away. And I told everybody that when all the stuff died down beginning of the year and Ukraine became the topic of discussion, I said they didn't build these vaccine passports. They didn't spend millions upon millions of dollars building these track and tracing apps because they're going to just dissolve them and put them to the wayside. They're going to use these. They're going to bring them back. The question is, are you going to participate and are you going to go forward with it? Or are you going to maintain your immune system? Are you going to keep your body strong? You're going to take the right supplements and you're going to push forward and stay in the fight. That's the question you have to ask yourself now because it's coming to that point where people are no longer going to have the luxury of being fence riders. And I mean that sincerely. You're going to have to pick a side. A lot of people have tried to be neutral. I don't want to bring this up. I don't want to have any issues with it. I just want to kind of go along to get along. We saw this a lot. I told you guys this with people wearing the mask. But eventually it's going to reach a point to where people are either going to embrace their slavery or they're going to fight back against tyranny. It's, it's one or the other. There is no middle ground anymore on this. If you remember a lot of the historical research that you can read about in the Revolutionary War, there were a lot of people that tried to do this with the Redcoats. They tried to basically play both sides of the fence. Some of them were spies, some were successful. Some of them did not were not successful and were killed. Other ones switched over to the, you know, basically sympathizers of the Redcoats and of King George. And other ones finally rolled over as far as Revolutionary War fighters doing what they could. But fence riders at the very end were far and few between because a lot of them tried to do it. And they tried to kind of play both sides and they tried to be neutral. And at some point people realized that this wasn't going away. And the only thing to do was either submit or fight. And I know that's kind of a sobering aspect that you got to realize, but guys, they're going after it right now. And so that's why I've encouraged a lot of people. I've had a lot of people email me and say, you know what? I've had been having health issues after I got the shot. I shouldn't have got it, but I was kind of forced to get it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know there's a lot of people they did that to. And that's why I've continued to recommend people with the GHI cleanse the magnesium brain food, the resveratrol, along with the vitamin E and CoQ10. I've put together a protocol on the website, and I'll, put it on the, I'll probably put it on the front page today if anybody's interested in it. But there's a lot of things you can do to reduce inflammation in your body because remember, that's one of the primary problems that's happening because of the side effects from the shot is inflammation. For example, myocarditis and pericarditis. That is extreme inflammation of the pericardial sac with pericarditis or of the heart muscle. It's inflammation. 
reducing the inflammation and getting that under control from what I've personally seen has some of the most effective benefits in keeping people healthy and getting through this. Turmeric force, the one we have with the supercritical extract, is incredible as an anti-inflammatory, one of the most effective natural anti-inflammatory products you can possibly take. I've used it repeatedly with sports, in, with sports injuries, with any type of, you know, if you got an ache here, ache there, it's fantastic for that. And the nice thing about it, because the super critical extract, you can take up the large doses of it without having a lot of gut issues. I've told you before personally, my wife, Lana, used to have really bad allergy problems in the spring, like horrific when we first got married. She's pretty much gotten over all of them now due to the supplements and kind of experimenting in what we did. But for the longest time, and it continued to work, and sometimes she still has to do it, she would take anywhere between 18 to 20 turmeric a day, a day. And it would almost completely reduce her inflammation as far as with her sinuses and with her, uh, with her problems that she was having from the allergies. And people say, well, that's a lot of it. I said, well, we, we want to see what you do. I told her, I said, there's not really a cap on this. I said, you know, just take three to four multiple times a day throughout the day and see what happens with it because all it's going to do is reduce inflammation. Tumor's incredibly healthy for you. And she did. And it worked. And I've had the same results with numerous other people. So when you're starting to see issues with inflammation, which is the key problem with side effects from the shot, that's what you have to look at is the root issue that's being caused from the shot and it's inflammation. Doing what you can to mitigate that. Like I said, the GHI, the turmeric, really, really good supplements and a great protocol to help out the best you can as far as with fighting this. Anything else you want to add on that, Deb? Well, you know, Austin, the thing about it is, you know, with the vaccines, et cetera, and, you know, and trying to rebuild your immune system, you know, we're all kind of at a beginning stage of really trying to understand the long-term effects of the spike proteins. You know, a lot of people say, well, after you've had one shot, it's over with, nothing you can do, you're going to die. Okay, I don't believe that. Number one, a lot of the vaccines that were given are basically placebos. They didn't have enough to go around, and they actually didn't, but they actually had certain batches that were really dangerous. And a lot of people did get very, very sick. Now, when you start getting the consistent regular boosters, uh, like, you know, every three months you need another booster, another booster, another booster. Every six months you need another booster. You run into a situation that sooner or later you're going to get some real stuff, I mean, some bad stuff. And so if you get away with just having taken the first one, if you had to do that and was forced into it to keep a job or whatever, try not to take these excessive boosters because they're going to come back again on this because they're going to have a lot of people get sick this fall and this winter and this next coming spring, and they're going to blame it back on COVID and the people who have not been vaccinated. They're going to do the same thing they did before. It's the same rhetoric over and over and over again. As long as the algorithms continue to point out they can try to force people through fear to do this, that's what's going to happen. And, and the sad part about it is people don't even realize that they're being played or gaslighted, as that article said that you talked about earlier today. And then again, with the vaccine passports, you know, with, with Biden signing that now, I'm not sure when that's going to go into effect. I'm not sure how many vaccines they're going to require with a vaccine passport. But it's just the implementation of the Chinese credit score. That's all this is. They're all tying, they're tying you together into a digital network so they can completely track you with everything that you do. You're a good little Chinese peasant. Oh, that's right. Now you're a good little American peasant. Oh, that's right. Now you're a little, good little world peasant. Oh, that's right. Everybody's a peasant on the whole planet but us peasant. Oh, it's ridiculous. And they, these people nauseate me. They really don't think we're human beings. They think we're like animals. They consider us to be cattle. That's what they call us. It's ludicrous. And they're just trying to cull the herds, what this is all about. And the people are going to line up like good little – gosh, I hate to say it – like good little peasants. And they're going to do what they're told to do, and they're not going to question the motive in the narrative. And I remember the movie The Patriot with Mel Gibson. I remember when they went to Charleston, Charleston I think they call it Charlestown, and they were having this meeting about what they wanted to do as far as you know what was happening in 1776. 
And I remember there were a lot of people that were still loyal to the crown, to England, and didn't want to have war. And there were other people who did want war, and they had this big discussion in this meeting. But let me say something to you. And listen to me, you patriots. If this thing goes to a full-blown civil war, which I really don't want, all right, it ain't going to be what you think it's going to be. You know, we got to try to do the best we possibly can just to avoid doing all this stuff and saying no. It was like we also was talking the other day about, you know, going through airport scanners and getting x-rayed, all the other stuff. Just say no. I'm not going to do that and force them to line you up and force the airplanes to be late, force the people to be late, force the planes to be late. And, and pretty soon everybody will say, well, we can't force this anymore. The people won't do it. That's the problem we're running into now. But they've kind of anger butchered themselves or painted themselves into a corner with what they've done because now so many people have stopped flying with major airlines as far as their business meetings and everybody's doing zoom calls and Skype calls and FaceTime calls for meetings. And so a lot of international travel is going to be affected because of that being done as far as people don't need to do it anymore. But then again, if you want to go on vacation and you've never been to Europe, now you're going to find yourself in a quandary, aren't you? And here's what they're going to do too. I'm telling you what's going to happen sooner or later. A lot of people are going to go out and they're going to get, you know, fake digital passports. Don't you know that they're going to get those. And some of them are going to get real digital passports that basically have, are being used by doctors that are promoting them without having to force their patients to get shots. They're going to do that, too. I'm not, I'm not advocating any of this. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. But then what's going to happen is they're going to put tracker devices inside of, inside of the boosters. And not only are you going to have to have the digital passport, but they're going to walk you through a scanner to prove that, the digital, that this stuff has been injected in you because it's, it's going to have a you know, radio receiving unit and sending unit that they're going to inject into you to say, yes, he's up to date on his COVID. That's where this is going. That's where it's going. I'm telling you that right now. This is the mark of the beast when all this stuff starts happening because at that point in time, you're not going to be able to buy or sell or trade unless you can prove that you've been injected and you've taken the mark. When it gets to that level and everybody's being scanned and everybody's having these things being done to them on an ongoing basis, at that point, there's going to be a really big problem. There is because, guys, listen to me. If you don't have the ability to say no because you want to go on a vacation to Germany, right? Then you're going to find out very quickly that if you start taking these boosters and these boosters and these boosters and these boosters, sooner or later, like I said just a minute ago, they're going to grab you with a bad one. This whole thing look – at, look at the birth rates. We talked about that a few weeks, especially in Australia, down 80 percent. All over the world, it's like that, 20, 30, 40, 50 percent reduction in birth rates. Why? Because they're basically attacking the testicles. They're attacking the ovaries. They're attacking ovulation. They're attacking pubescence. They're attacking everything now because they're absolutely set on reducing the population of the planet down to 500 million. They told you they were going to do. Who do you think put those giant granite blocks, you know, that were basically, you know, our, our American Stonehenge? I mean, I was there. I saw it. They've been broken down and torn down. That's when he blew them up, so we had enough of them. But it said right there, live perpetually in nature with 500 million people on the planet. That's like it was, you know, three, 400 years ago. That's about all we had on the planet. They want to take it back to that because it's easier to manage the herd. Because remember, there's about 2,500 of these guys that run around, or 2,000 of these guys that are, I'm sorry, 200,000 of these guys that are running around doing all of this stuff. That's all they really are, these hardcore Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan types that I talked about yesterday can be easily possessed by these other dimensional entities. you got to listen to yesterday's show, by the way. So they want their 2,500 slaves each. They talk, they talk about it openly. They get the 2,500 slaves. So 200,000 times 2,500 is 500 million. This is the group that runs the planet. Now, we can pretend like it's not them, but we can't. We can say it's not the educated night religions that are doing this. It's not the synagogue of Satan. Okay. All right. I'm waiting now. Go ahead and tell me who it is. Nah, just, just send me some emails. Let me know who it is. You know, don't tell me it's the Bilderbergers or the Council of Three Hundreds or the or the you know your, or the or the you know or the you know Council of Foreign Relations. Don't tell me it's the United Nations. Who controls those guys? I talked about it yesterday. Who are the interdimensional? God told us. Jesus told us. It's not a battle of flesh and blood. 
that gets these principalities, these other dimensions that we're dealing with on an ongoing basis. That's what we got to pray. Because when you pray, you got to listen to yesterday's show, you create scalar energy fields that are so powerful, it disrupts what they're doing. That's why it's important to pray on an ongoing basis. It really is. Every single day, you've got to pray. Get to the point where you pray easily and confidently and quickly. If someone asks you to pray for them, pray right there, right on the spot, right there on the spot. Just pray right on the spot and pray. Because if you do that, it gives you the opportunity to basically be obedient to the Holy Spirit and to pray. That's number one, because you know you have to have God said He'd much rather have obedience than sacrifice. And number two, that you do exactly what you say you're going to do, and you don't forget. Really, really important. But guys, this Chinese credit score, these vaccine passports, it's all connected together, and that's where they're taking us. And we knew they were going to take us here, but now they're taking us here, and we're kind of looking like, wow, we didn't expect that to happen. Yeah, we did. We talked to you about that on the show. They haven't, they haven't put the entire infrastructure together for the Chinese credit score in China and put it together and fine-tuned it. So if you don't do what you're supposed to as a good peasant, you can't get on a bus. You can't get on a bus. You can't get on a plane. You can't get on a plane. You can't buy a car. You have no credit score. It's going to be all tied together. The same groups that run the credit score systems are the ones that are doing this, which, again, is the – <laughs> the, 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 the sickness cabal. It's, the same, it's always the same people, guys. And if you see it, like we show you on the show, then you start to understand it. That's who run the planet because of their priestess class and priest class and their hierarchy of the druidic class, all the rest of the stuff. It's the same weirdo group. That's why the Bible calls them the synagogue of Satan. Twice it says that in the book of Revelation. Oh, and just real quick, I love you guys. Do me a favor. You know, when you send us all kinds of Bible stuff and, you know, you want us to do all this research for you and you do it to Austin sometimes and to me sometimes, I love you. I don't have time for it. If you're really interested in certain topics that you want to do with the Bible and you want to dig into it really tight, go in there and do your own research on this stuff. Go figure it out on your own. Don't ask us to do 20 hours worth of research for you so you can figure it out and have us do it for you. I mean, if I had the time, I'd love to. I, I told you this a few months ago. I had some guy want to start doing Bible studies with me online. So he's asking me all these questions. I said, dude, I, and the first one I answered for him. But the, but the rest of them I said, guys, I, I don't have time. You, you know, I mean, we're kind of shorthanded now that Sharon's gone. Okay. It's just, she did a lot, you know, and uh, it's just, you know, and so there's, I don't have a whole lot of time to sit around and answer questions that are in depth. I mean, if you send me an email, ask, ask me one or two questions about basic stuff. I'm okay with that. I don't mind answering it. But when you send me a 10 paragraph email, I get those, by the way, and each paragraph has like 10 questions. That's like 100 questions. Uh, it would take me half a day to do that, and we don't have time to do that. It's not that I don't love you guys. Gosh, I pray for you every single day. I station angels around you. I plead the blood of Christ over you, and I put a hedge of thorns around you. But guys, think about what you're asking me. Think about if I had 100 of those emails a day, how do I possibly answer that? And don't get, don't get fussy with me if I send you a thumbs up or tell you thank you, I appreciate you, or, you know, or, or send you a smiley face or whatever when I respond back to you because – Sometimes I'm moving really fast and I've got so many emails, I've just got to get through them and I read them. And sometimes I don't have time to do an elaborated discussion. Now, there are other people out there that, you know, feel as though they've got to send me emails every single day. And I, I like that because a lot of you guys are really good friends and you've accomplished, you know, you, a lot in your lives and you're trying to, you know, share information with me or you send me links. And if you send me links to stuff that you want me to read, don't expect me to give you a long, detailed explanation of what I think about the link. I'll just give you a thumbs up or I may not even respond to that. I may just post it on the Health Masters news site. I do that too. So remember that all the time. It's very, very important. Uh, by the way, uh, th this is interesting. You know, and I, I wanted to kind of talk about this for a second. I was talking about it yesterday because Megan McCain was talking about you know, what was happening with 
all of the stuff with Disney. And also, I covered this on yesterday's show. You know, Michael Eisner's coming back to Disney. Uh, you know, Megan McCain said, go woke, go broke, and go jobless. Disney's boss is looking for a new gig because he put progressive activist quackery before turning a buck. Big mistake. Wow. It goes on to say, hey, corporate America, pick a lane. You can be a businessman or an activist, but you can't be both. Unceremoniously ousted Disney CEO Bob Chapek. Good riddance to you. Bleah, I can't stand you. Just learned that lesson the hard way. Chapek tapped into Disney to run Disney for less than three years ago and is being replaced by his own predecessor. The legendary Bob Iger is back to run the ship. I hope it turns upside down with him too. Now, I'm no business reporter, but it doesn't take a financial genius to see that Chapek's strategy wasn't adding up. The stock is down 40% this year. Disney's streaming service. Disney's ironically keeps adding subscribers and losing money to the tune of $1.5 billion a quarter. And the company is freezing, hiring, cutting spending, and likely laying people off. So what was Chapek doing while the White House, the White House of Mouse crumbled? <laughs> I would call it the House of Rat crumbled. Mickey's a rat. He was backing into fights with Republican governors and alienating his customers. And Chapek got the most public attention during his very short tenure for his very public feud with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis over parental rights law deemed the don't say gay bill by unhinged critics. They weren't unhinged, by the way. They were telling you the truth. Okay. The unhinged critics basically were the ones who were the gays and the homosexuals who were unhinged. She's right about that. And they're saying it's not, it doesn't, have any, it doesn't even mention about gay. In reality, the law banned the classroom discussion of sexual orientation and gender identity in public schools for kindergarten through third grade. Sounds reasonable, right? Well, initially, Chapek thought so, too, until he decided to play activist because of all his gay employees went nuts on him. Chapek went from trying to avoid the left-wing outrage over the law to fully completing and completely embracing it, which cost him a lot, by the way. Now he's lost his job. He told shareholders in an annual meeting the company had advocated against the bill in a secret. Then he pledged to work to repeal the law and stoke the narrative that it had threatened the lives of LGBTQ people. It was a complete total lie. DeSantis responded to say Disney had crossed the line. He vowed to fight back when people are threatening our parents and threatening our kids. And the Florida legislator stripped Disney of its independent special district, which essentially amounted to a massive tax break by getting rid of the Reedy Creek documents. How ironic that seven months later, DeSantis has been reelected by the largest margin of any Florida governor in almost 40 years. And Chapek, the unbelievable lowlife piece of garbage, in my opinion, is looking for a new job. It turns out that Bob should have stuck to the dollar and cents left the politics to the politicians. Of course, Chapek's far left First executive to fall, checks far from the first executive to fall victim to the woke delusion. They seem to think that if they appease the woke mob and went over the activist class, the shareholders will overlook their inadequacies for business leaders, but may pick to turn a profit, not play favorites. Wow, think about it. That's why I told you guys boycott Disney, boycott them, still boycott them. Take boycott them, the yik yak out of Disney. Don't watch their stupid streaming service and don't go to their parks. Still, don't buy their merchandise. Don't buy any of it because they are super pro-activism, like Bob Chapek said. And I'm going to try to back it down some. And I had a friend of mine that the other day. They asked me about my stance on gays. And I said, I don't care about gays. They don't, they don't register on my radar. I don't care. Unless, unless they're grooming children okay, and they're sodomizing children. At that point, I take the gloves off. I've had enough of it. And when you take a child in a theta brainwave state who's in kindergarten or pre-K and you start teaching them sexual identity and sexuality and how to have sex and all the other weird stuff they do and you can be any gender you want and they're in a theta brainwave state and they don't have a switch to say off and on. They take everything in as if it's gospel from an authority figure, which would be the teacher, and you confuse them for the rest of their life. DeSantis was right. He was absolutely right. And this article says it all. 
he was reelected by the largest majority ever in the state of Florida for like 40 years. And this other guy's guy lost lost his job now. The reason he's lost his job is the shareholders have had enough and they've basically rebelled and said, why is our stock down 40 percent? Why have we invested ten thousand dollars now? It's worth six thousand dollars. How in the world have you done this? Why are you destroying Disney's image? Hate to tell you guys, Disney's image ain't coming back from this one. There's too many of us out there that have said no, no more, no more, and no more on any of this stuff, and we're not going to support a company that would come out and do all of this stuff. We're not going to do it because, guys, why would we support a company that's doing this and we now think it's okay to basically groom children? It's, it's not okay. By the way, a Swiss doctor has been locked up now. This is, this is a wild story. He's been locked away in a mental asylum for speaking against COVID laws. I mean, Wow. This is this is wild. Dr. Thomas Binder, a Swiss cardiologist with over 34 years of experience in treating respiratory infections. He received a doctorate in immunology and virology and specializing in internal medicine and cardiology from the University of Zurich. Binder is an intelligent man who was deemed insane by the Swiss government speaking out about against covid regulations. Dr. Binder has been an outspoken critic of COVID restrictions since the beginning of the pandemic. On April 9th, 2020, the cardiology cardiologist criticized the government's response to COVID and provided his own analysis of the virus. He posted his thoughts on his private website and received over 20,000 views. Three days later, a day before Easter, 60 armed police officers and 20 members of the anti-terrorism unit forcibly removed Dr. Binder from his home. Authorities researched through the the doctor's online activity and could not find anything to use against him. However, an emergency room doctor who was working with the authorities arrived and diagnosed Dr. Binder with corona insanity. You can't make this stuff up. Corona insanity? He was locked away in a mental asylum for the questioning of the COVID narrative. Yet he refuses to be silenced. He is now a member of the Doctors for COVID Ethics and the German Physicians and Scientists for Health, Freedom, and Democracy. And we applaud him for still speaking to the coronavirus mandates despite the government's pitiful attempt to silence him. Think about this. What a brave man this guy was to stand against it. Think about how screwed up Switzerland is. I mean, you kind of think that this guy's not going to have problems in Switzerland. You have this big freedom country, et cetera, et cetera. It's everywhere, guys. They're doing this to everybody and everything. Remember this. We've got Thanksgiving coming up tomorrow, and I wish you a very happy Thanksgiving holiday. I really do. I pray for you guys every single day. Remember, keep your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ. Let your words and your speech be edifying to everybody tomorrow. Remember to serve the Most High God, the Great I Am, and all that you do and all that you think and that you say. And remember that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, for he is the Alpha, he is the Omega, he is the beginning, he is the end. And guys, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. You put on the full armor of God, and you stand, you dig in. You've got to you get down on your knees and pray while you're digging in, and you, buy, and you just bind yourself to wherever you are and say, I will not comply with this. We've got to do this, guys. We've got to stand against the tyranny that's enveloping the entire world, not just the United States. I love you guys. Keep your hearts and minds in Jesus. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you on Friday. We'll have a really good take for you guys tomorrow. God bless. Absolutely. And, you know, one thing that I think I've always tried to convey and encourage people the best is we all have to work with what we have in the situations that we deal with. You know, everybody has different situations, different backgrounds, different things that happen to them, a lot of them out of your control. And you have to get to a point where you realize you always have to stay engaged and work on what you can do and what you can change and what you can maintain and what you can prevent. And so forth, whether it's in business, life, relationships, so forth. But there's a lot of things outside of that that sometimes you can't do anything about. And so the best thing to do is acknowledge them, address them, 
and then do the things that you can do on your end. And that's when I've told a lot of people that, you know, some people have come to me and they say, oh, we don't we don't know what to do, you know, with all this vaccine passport stuff and this and that. And I said, well, it's very easy, quite frankly. I said, simply don't comply. I said, it's one of the easiest things you can do. Easiest thing to do. I said, continue to be vocal. I said, everybody's got this concept that, you know, there's, oh, we can't do it because they're doing this at a level. They're doing that at a level. Everything starts at grassroots. That's why I've encouraged everyone to do the best you can as far as with voting and getting involved locally. Because a lot of local stuff, it's not really worth trying to rig it. I've seen that now, especially down here in Florida and even some of the other states. Now, stuff like Maricopa County, that's that's a whole other topic for discussion. I've told you guys that. That's why they have full-blown investigation going on out there. Um, but do what you can locally and do what you can as far as in your circle of things that you can change and encourage one another and continue to stay strong. And one of the most effective things you can do as well, and I tell this to everybody, is maintain your overall strength and health. If you are healthy and you feel good and you have energy and you know, you're remotely as far as strong, I don't necessarily mean physically like you're trying to pick up heavy stuff, but just in general, you can be more encouraging and you can help support others that may not be as strong as you mentally or physically. Just a fact. And leading by example and trying to stand up for what's right is a duty. It's a requirement of a patriot, of an American, in my opinion, a true American, I should say, and so that's one of the best things you can do. It's something that you can change right now. I've talked to people before. And they say, well, I got to work on this. I'm going to start on this. Okay, well, eat clean today. Change it today. You know, instead of going to Wendy's or McDonald's or Taco Bell for lunch, you know, go to Publix and get, you know, grilled chicken salad or something like that. Just anything. Do something different. Change it up. You can change it right now. What you put in your body always has an effect, good or bad. And there's a lot of people now that are starting to realize that concept with various things. So that's why I've encouraged people, continue to take care of yourself, continue to exercise, continue to stay strong, eat clean the best you can. I know we got Thanksgiving coming up and Christmas, so a lot of you guys are, oh, yeah, I'm, gonna eat it. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to eat really good tomorrow too. And so – but again, as I've said before, 90-10 is what I try to go with. 90% of the time, I eat really clean. 10% of the time, yeah. It, my, a lot of times, my not eating clean, people are still shocked because they're like, oh, that's still really clean. But to me, in my opinion, it's just my preference. So thank you again for the support of Health Masters. Thank you for your prayers. And like I said, be sure to check out the product of the week, the cinnamon extract going on sale right now as product of the week on the website. And be sure to check your emails and uh, see we got some Black Friday stuff that's going to be starting today, tomorrow, and Friday. So be sure to check that out. And actually, you know what? You guys are first on the show that are listening to it live. The Black Friday sale that will be starting actually tomorrow on Thanksgiving Day. It's Thanks 5, and that will be 5% off store-wide on everything. That's kits. That's food buckets. That's stuff that's 10, 20, 30% off. Take another 5% off right on top of it and get free shipping on orders over $125. So there's a lot of savings to be had. This is one of the biggest sales we do every year. So that's thanks, T-H-A-N-K-S, and the number five, no spaces. I'm giving it to you guys first. Haven't even released it yet anywhere. So be sure to check that out over the weekend if you want to stock up on anything and use the thanks five coupon for the Black Friday sale. And thank you again for the continued support. Be with friends and family this week. I know there's going to be more and more conflict as we have seen now where people and family have started to kind of 
grow apart over a lot of beliefs and differences. And by all means, stand up for what you believe, especially if you have family that's trying to push their agenda. But on the other hand, too, try to do the best you can to maintain civility for the rest of the family. That's the, that's the best advice I can give you on that because sometimes it's not very easy at all. So I encourage you to do that. So I appreciate you guys again. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for supporting healthmasters.com. Even if you're just getting your toothpaste or your ultimate multiple product, thank you for supporting the show. And thank you for all the emails you continually send us. I'm getting Back, I'm getting caught up on a lot of my emails today that I missed over the last couple of days while I was gone, spending some time with the family. So thank you again for all those. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy yourselves tomorrow, and we'll talk to you again on this show, live as always, Friday from healthmasters.com on the Ted and Austin Brower Show. You guys take care. I appreciate you guys, and we'll talk to you then.